All right. Would like to welcome everybody out this beautiful, beautiful evening. So gorgeous weather that we dialed up just for this meeting. So grateful everybody <laughs> could be here. So my name is Alex Hackman, and I'd like to call this meeting to order. Um, the first item, well, it's the call to order. Second item on the agenda is the approval of the April 12 minutes. So do I have a motion? I just had one correction. So I would move to amend it to change the last, I don't have it in front of me now, but the last sentence in the commission time, it said forward instead of forage. So people are free to forage in the Weatherby Park. Okay, so amendment to the minutes to change to forage instead of forward. forward. <laughs> in Weatherby Park. Okay. So pending th that amendment, do I have a motion to yeah. approve the minutes? I motion it. Dolores, and there's a second. All in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? All right. Um, we now have uh, time for public comment for any items not on the agenda, and I know there are a few people here as well for public comment. As kind of stated in the agenda, we're keeping it to three minutes and are, want to make sure that we give equal time to everybody and are grateful that you're here on this beautiful evening. Can so, get, oh, sorry. go for it. We have mics up here, so if you, now that we have you all seated where we need you, if you want to come up by Brian in the red and speak there, then we'll capture you on the mic as well. Sounds good. Thank you. And I have the timer, I'll do the little hand wave. Thank you. Um, if you pass these around for me, please. My name is Judy Hermson, and uh, I'm here representing an organized group of individuals uh, to talk about our beloved city park pool. I'm passing around um, a vision statement that we've created as we think about city park pool and work with the city. Um, many of us have been lap swimming for uh, a large part of our lives, and we can we consider the community of Latvians to be a welcoming group. Um, when people arrive, if they're standing on the um, side wondering how to get in, we welcome them, greet them, tell them to come on in because the pool can be fairly crowded for, uh, especially for 50 meter lap swimming sometimes. There are nine lanes. We often have uh, up to three people who circle in a lane. So we invite them in uh, to join us and explain circle swimming to them. Uh, you may have seen the vision. You may have seen the vision previously. It lays out what we see as critical components, ones that exist in the current design, plus the tagline back to the future because we'd like to see those um, as well as other components in uh, whatever ends up happening with City Park Pool. If you look at the bullet points, um, talking about the lap swimming, if you're not familiar, the 50 meter lap swimming happens with all the ropes out. And uh, on weekdays, the lap hours are early morning and then over the lunch hour. And then on weekends, it's early morning till 11 uh, a.m. and then the pool opens for the general public. So when we're doing 50 meter um, swimming, like I said, all the ropes are out. We're swimming from shallow to deep end and back. Now, when uh, the pools open generally for the public, the ropes go back in and there is a 25 yard lap swim area just this side, the side of the um, diving area. So there's, the pool is adaptable. It allows for both 50 meter and 25 yard. And we think that's important because there are people who aren't comfortable 
swimming 50 meters, or if you can't make the 50 meter time, you can come swim the 25. Um, we also think it's important that we have shallow water exploration, which we do have now, and medium depth for uh, water jogging, people kind of testing their swim skills maybe, um, families to play, and then of course the deep water area for divers, et cetera. We really want three? Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right. Do you want me to sit here or? Can Just go ahead and stand so we can see it. It's okay to stand. Okay. Hi. I'm Amy Kretkowski and I'm from Iowa City and I'm here again to express my ongoing support for uh, preserving City Park Pool. Um, as I'm sure you all know, uh, at the, in the uh, RFQ, the request for qualifications, right, that was approved by the City Council, under the scope of services, it says that the consultant who is uh, chosen will present the report of the condition of the current conditions and analysis of viability um, to the for for renovating um, the existing pool to the city council and if the city council decides to renovate then the project's going to proceed down to item 13 on the list so this language says to me that at some point um, it's not it's not entirely spelled out but at some point city council will vote on whether to renovate or repair the existing pool or replace it with a whole new pool. The schedule in the RFQ also calls for the City Council to approve the contract with the chosen consultant on June 20th, 2023, and the RFQ then says that the, that the report of current conditions and analysis of viability is going to occur in July, which is when the pool is going to be filled with water. Um, so my concern is that we're not going to maybe have a complete thorough evaluation of the pool done. Um, the city's already gotten two prior evaluations that were visual inspections only in 2018 and 2021. And I believe that in order for uh, the city council to make an informed choice about whether to repair, renovate, or replace the pool, the city needs to get a complete and thorough evaluation of the pool, not just a visual inspection, um, but maybe one that looks at the pool. I, I, I'm not an engineer. Do you, do you need to look at the pool when it's empty um, as well as filled with water? Um, they should be able to inspect it under both conditions. Um, so the timeline for doing that, that viability um, assessment is not really, um, it, it's, not, it's not very realistic in terms of it happening when the pool is filled with water. So I encourage you to please uh, see to it that the city park pool is properly, thoroughly, completely evaluated when it's empty as well as filled with water. Thank you. Thank you. Amy, I would invite, when you get to director's comments, I'm going to walk through what we've already done this spring. So I think you'll hear that we've done most of those things already. But oh. if, so if you stick around later oh, in the meeting, I'll go through all that. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay. Great. Thank you. Great. <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, my name is Dan Katalinich. I live at 418 5th Avenue, two blocks right over there. It was an easy walk and what a beautiful uh, event and we, we lucked out so thanks to whoever uh, decided to have it here. This is fantastic. So I'm here to talk about City Park Pool and invite everyone. Thank you y'all for serving uh, first and foremost but we have our organization which is uh, 
CPPB2F, City Park Pool Back to the Future, which is all about just recognizing how incredible City Park Pool has been uh, since its inception and how, how wonderfully it has served the public in its current state. And we want to preserve that, uh, that original footprint of City Park Pool. We think it's very important. And I, and I know the director did an incredible job with Coralville and giving them what they have, which is kind of more of a water park thing. But when uh, seven years ago plus, when, uh, when Julie, if I can call you Julie, uh, came on with the city of Iowa City, uh, she said parks and recreation facilities, this is a quote from the Press Citizen article, uh, facilities and services are a real extension of what the community is all about. And I think the community stated very clearly what it was all about when uh, the Historic Preservation Commission on the City Council voted unanimously and stated very forcefully that the original footprint of City Park Pool should not be changed. And uh, that's what we're all about. And not, not because we're just putting our foot in the ground and we're a bunch of grumpy lap swimmers, but <laughs> the, the, the pool has been an open and inclusive and wonderful uh, part of the community since it started. And uh, there's no reason to change that original footprint. The, the kind of water park theme that was that, that Julie did in Coralville was great for them. We're not Coralville, we're not North Liberty, we're Iowa City. And if you want to be an extension of what Iowa City is, I would say follow the lead of historic preservation. You know, honor our pool, honor its tradition of inclusivity. I, I, I spent a lot of time in East Texas in, in, in the post the pre-civil rights era. A lot of pools closed because they didn't want to have integration. That never happened here. We, we've always been inclusive and we've always been uh, you know, delivering justice for, for everyone in the community and an incredible aquatic experience. And that happens in the original footprint uh, of City Park Pool. And please follow the Historic Preservation Commission and uh, maintain that authentic footprint of the big water under the oak savanna. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank appreciate y'all too. Thank you. Is there any other public comment at this time? All right. Well, we are, we'll move on to item number four and we're pleased uh, to welcome a new commission member uh, to Parks and Rec. And so we have a new commission member tonight, and actually we just got to meet tonight too. So Aaron Brogy is here, and before we put him on the spot, let's just go around and very quickly yep. give him just the rundown of how long you've been on commission and your name. Yep, so Alex Hackman, I think this is my third year. So on the commission, uh, first was filling an open uh, vacancy and then uh, enjoyed it so much and learned a lot and uh, grateful to be a part of the commission again. Uh, the most recent park that I visited was Terry Trubla this morning, besides this park tonight. <laughs> so, and uh, just love getting out on the parks and appreciate all that the city does uh, to provide not only great programming across the city, but uh, great parks. I'm Dolores Mixon. I'm Dolores Mixon. And this is my first um, year on the commission. 
um, Misty Forbes, and this is my, I think it's the middle of my second term on the commission. Um, I was at Terry True, True Blood most recently too, but I hang out a lot at the City Park Pool every summer, so. <laughs> Um, Brian Morelli, uh, this is I think about a year and a half been on my first term. Um, I go to um, the Court Hill Park just about every day because I live really close, so I go and shoot basketball or walk my dog in the park. So, welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Melissa Sarenda, I live in the South District. Um, I think this is my fourth year. I started in 2020, so that that's memorable. And my favorite natural space is the Sigmore Greenway on the south side. Um, my name is Rachel McPherson, and I am in my fourth month here. <laughs> and I'm so excited to be here. And um, my favorite green space is the, I like what you said, the big water under the oak savanna. I've known it since 82, and it's a gem of, of I, I believe in the whole country. It's very <laughs> special. And so, yeah. I'm Connie Moore, and I've been just quite a year. I started in August, filling a position, and last park I was at is Terry Trueblood Dog Park. I like to take my little Frank there most days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, if you don't mind, mind just saying a few things about your. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, name's Aaron. Uh, I've been living in Iowa City for about two years now, uh, going on three, moved from Chicago uh, to take a property manager job here with Barker Apartments. Um, I used to work for the Parks and Rec Department in my hometown of Waukesha, Wisconsin, um, and so I thought while I'm doing, you know, office work during the day, this would be something nice to do and make an impact on, you know, the Parks and Recreation community uh, and get involved in any way I can. Uh, I live like right across the street from Scott Park over here. So this was a short drive for me too, <laughs> to get over here. Um, and I spend just about every day walking, running through there, so. Welcome. All right, we're so glad that you're here and welcome. Uh, we'll now move on to item number five, uh, reports from city staff, starting June. Great, okay, I have two major things to update you on tonight. So first of all, the Mercer, uh, athletic complex, so Mercer ball fields and pickleball and tennis courts and the city park tennis courts. You had that update last week or last meeting via video. Uh, there's been a change in that project in that the school district has asked us to wait a little bit on the ball diamonds. They're considering some changes in their programming and potentially maybe even moving their varsity softball to Mercer Park. So we want to be careful not to go in and do a lot of renovations on field four only to find that they would like it to be softball instead. So what we'll be doing is splitting the project. We're going to go ahead and go out to bid as planned on the pickleball and tennis court renovations and get that done um, as planned late this summer, this fall. We will be holding off until the following season on anything having to do with the baseball fields. So anything in that part. The funding stays in place within the CIP budget. It's just we're going to wait so that school district can make their decisions and make it a little bit more comprehensive of a project at that time. We may also go ahead and replace the lights above field one of the baseball field. That's a real concern. And doing that would not be affected by any of the other things that could potentially change in that project. So just a change with that. All right, city park pool kind of got painted today, so yay for the good weather. We're, we are aiming for opening on time. I think they have staff training scheduled for the 21st, um, so time is of the essence to get the water in there. Um, 
couple of things that have been happening. As you know, we, we put out an RFQ for consultant teams to start the City Park Pool project and the, all the input and the assessments. We have, as a staff, interviewed four consultant teams last week. Um, and I'm not going to name them because each one is kind of a conglomeration of several firms together and I didn't write them down. I don't want to miss say who. Most of the time it's a combination of an architect, a landscape architect, an engineering firm, and an aquatic specialty firm. So you have kind of a four project team coming together. We interviewed four teams um, and we have two finalists that we've asked for additional information from. So we're on track to work that out and work out contract issues with them, probably still headed for that June 20th uh, meeting of the council to offer a contract to a firm. And remember, that is to start to come in and start with the assessment of the pool, come back to the council, as Amy had just gone through, with the recommendation for either renovate the current pool shell or move on to a more extensive um, replacement or renovation project. Um, but to, to your concerns about how are they going to evaluate the pool shell. So first of all, all four teams were here on the days that we had the pool open. So we uh, had the pool open, and by open I mean we actually had part of the pool shell dug out because we had two or three major areas that were um, impressions this year. That happens every year. We go in and we recock, we blow it out around the main drain, another area in the diving well, and another area on the slope. So those had actually been dug out um, by a concrete firm. All four firms and their architects and engineers got to go in and see that. A lot of them picked up memorabilia to have to analyze later. Um, we also, as we talked with them during the interview process, we asked them for specifically what steps they would take in a full evaluation. And we had already planned ahead on this, so we have done the pool pouring, um, knowing that all of them would need pool cores where you drill into the concrete and take out con uh, a cylinder of concrete to evaluate, the engineer to evaluate. That's been done already. We have also gone in and had all of the main lines um, televised by our own city staff. So they will have that information. Those are kind of the two things that they all were concerned about having, even if the pool was filled with water. The other parts that they talk about that they will be evaluating is they do a lot of, to, on the leaking part, they'll do a static water test, which means the pool has to have water in it for them to do that. That's where they fill it. They hold off all the pumps. They hold off everything. And they see literally over 24 hours, does it hold water? And I believe most of the teams, at least three of the four, plan on doing that. And then also having the water lowered below the gutters and doing it a second time because we're trying to figure out if the leaking is coming from gutters or from the pool basin itself. Um, and they also all have a plan for how they're going to look at the surge tank. That's inside with the filtration system. That's another very high potential for leaking. So all of that background work is being done even though those firms um, aren't going to do that. They would all use that same information. It's been gathered. All four teams got a chance to walk the deck, to walk the facility while it was empty, while they got to see all the layers because it happened to be open at that time. So I think we're on track to, to keep moving forward. It is unusual to do it this way. We knew that going into it, but it, I, I think we have done the best we can. And anything they actually would have done, we asked them all that, what else would you do if it was dry when you got here? And there wasn't, they will probably also do some um, they're worried about certain areas of the deck have leveled down differently, so they will do some survey work to see where that is, because that's another indication 
of where the earth has maybe washed away and they can do more of that with water in the pool. They may do additional um, core tests out on the deck, but that can be done. Everything else can be done when the pool has water in it. So, so we're good on that. Like I said, so we're aiming for that June 20th meeting for a recommendation for which group. Any questions from anyone about where we're at and what the next steps are? Um, a couple things, uh, one other thing um, from when you saw the original scope of services, meeting with all the different, the four teams we interviewed, we also asked them, we had sent them over 60 pages of information about all the public input received, they had the reports, um, they, you know, they had a lot of information to read and we asked them after they did that, is there anything else you would do differently in our scope of services? So the one thing that we have added is a uh, a public meeting more upfront, and I don't know if that'll happen before they finish their evaluation of the pool or right about the time that they go back to council with that. But the idea is for them to host a public meeting where the public will get to meet whatever team is chosen, get that initial public input, um, get the kind of gauge the sentiment at where we're at. So that's an addition to that. Um, everything else pretty much stays pretty close to what we talked about before. So I'm confident we've got. A lot of great interest in this project and the four teams, any one of them I think will come in and do a really nice job for us. So that's where we're at. Brad? Hello everybody. Hello. Evening. Hey, welcome. My name is Brad Barker, Recreation Superintendent. Uh, no affiliation with the Barker Apartments that you were <laughs> But anyways, I'm, I'm here to talk about summer stuff as we head into that season. Uh, this beautiful weather has us kind of thinking along those lines. Um, so a couple weekends ago, we really kind of got the wheels rolling with everything, thinking, thinking summer stuff. We had our Native Plant Symposium out at Robert A. Lee Recreation Center which was an all-day symposium. We had some wonderful guest speakers that came out to that. Um, it was a very popular event. This was the first year that we did it. We had initially 100 spots uh, open for that. That filled within just a few days, two or three days. And then we opened up, we, we were thinking like, how can we open up more spots? And we had another 25, 30 spots that opened up and those filled up right away. And we had a waiting list for another 30, 40 people. So there's, there's definitely a strong interest in like the gardening movement, native plan landscaping, um, so definitely something that we'll look at in future years. Uh, last Saturday was the, the start of Farmer's Market, so if you had a chance to go out, it was a very popular market. It's fun to be back in that season, time of year. Now will be our, our reality for the next six months, uh, being involved with Farmer's Market. So upcoming events, uh, we have our Pedal Power event, which is a youth bike safety uh, event. That's gonna be out at Terry Trueblood on Sunday, the 21st of May from 1 to 3 p.m. It's a free event. We have all kinds of different activities. There's a bicycle safety stations for kids to check out, run through these different courses where they can hone their, their skills. We'll, we're gonna have entertainment this year, so we're gonna have a band out there yes. performing. So we're trying to add some additional elements to really make it a family event where people can come out and stay. And then of course, City Park Pool and uh, the Splash Pads open Memorial Day weekend. And then we really launch into things in June. Um, as Matt Idol talked about last last month, he presented on our performance uh, objectives that we have and our goals that we're striving for uh, in the years ahead. And 
one of the things was really trying to find ways to continue to bring recreation out to neighborhoods and, and in the community rather than just within our four walls of our recreation centers. We want to do more outreach. We want to get out and um, interact with people where they're at, meet people where they're at. And so this summer, we have, um, in addition to the programs, the, the, uh, the swimming lessons, all the other things that we offer, um, we have over 50 special events that are going to be happening at various parks throughout the community uh, in, in the months of June, July, and August. And so, so our schedule is pretty full. So on Tuesdays, we have our Discovery Garden parties, and those happen at the Discovery Garden at the, the Recreation Center. We have Tuesday afternoons, every other week we have our Wreck and Roll, which is gonna be at various parks where we'll have our trailer. We have different themed activities. We have music provided by Summer of the Arts in partnership with us. On Wednesdays, every Wednesday, we have our Water Wednesdays out at uh, City Park Pool where there's gonna be a theme uh, every week with different activities for people to check out. And then once a month, we have a band that's performing out there. On Thursdays, of course, we have Party in the Park, which is a staple to the Iowa City community. Of course, there's music and activities and games and all kinds of fun stuff there, and we have some different partner groups that we're working with. Uh, once a month at City Park Pool, we're gonna be doing a Food Truck Fridays, where we're gonna be having a food truck come out. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of concession options. We have our vending machines out there, so this provides another opportunity for people to be able to participate. Um, and then on Saturdays, Farmer's Market, uh, we're going to have a couple uh, movies in the park. Actually, on June 17th at this park here, we're going to have a movie in partnership with Summer of the Arts. Strange World is the movie that's going to be playing. So uh, we're going to have some activities and games probably themed to that beforehand. Uh, so come check that out if you'd like. And then Monday through Thursdays, uh, our playground drop-in program is going to be happening at 10 different parks throughout the summer. So. Uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and then Tuesdays, Thursdays at different parks. So we got a lot of different things going on this summer, and we're really pushing to get to that objective where we're really getting out to a lot of different parks and providing a lot of opportunities for the community. Any questions? What time is the thing this um, thing on Sunday at Terry Trueblood? Oh, it's from one to three. Oh, okay. Yep, on the twenty-first of May. Any other questions? Uh, do you have photos or videos of the plant symposium, the native plant symposium? I, I think we do, actually, yeah. Would you like to I was curious, take yeah. a look at yeah, this? Yeah. yeah, I think Michelle, so uh, Michelle Wiegand was the one. She's our, our recreation program supervisor of special events and uh, communications, and mm -hmm. she was in charge of that event this year. That was really kind of her brainchild, and she did a wonderful job with it. Um, but I know that she was out there taking pictures and she had some staff taking pictures as well. So yes, yeah, I'll, I'll share those with you. What are splash pads? Splash pads are our, um, our, our water amenities where you go and it has the different features where the water sprays on you. Uh, okay. So Weatherby Park is an example of one of the, the splash oh, okay. pads that we have. Okay. Is that Paramedos. like a slip and slide? Or? No, okay. no. No, it's just water that, that runs down the drain. In some cases, it, it goes to uh, sewer. In some cases, it's uh, circulated. Yeah. Yep. So there's different types. How many splash pads are there? We have three, and then we have the... Um, Downtown it, fountain. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yes. It's a fountain. It's, yeah, it's not a splash pad. <laughs> but some might consider it. Yeah. You see kids playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Three splash pads. 
Congratulations on a successful first day of the farmer's market. I got there right at peak time, 10 yes. o'clock, where oh. everyone in Iowa City decided. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very busy. Not, not and there was an empty spot. To <laughs> yeah, and then we also had uh, a lot of vendors that were sold out of items, mm -hmm. which, you know, for them it's a good problem to have. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's cool. Through their, their items. Anything else? Okay, thank Appreciate you. It, Fred. Thank Thanks you. for the updates. Yep. Tyler. I'll keep mine pretty brief. It is planting season. So we planted 20 trees in this park today with uh, the City High Inclusion Club. They had a great time out here planting in this section. We're going to plant three more after the meeting for anyone who wants to ground public and commission combined. We also have some of our forestry equipment over there. We can show you at that time some of our new things. We're also planting uh, a lot of perennials and annuals uh, this week. Um, and uh, um, those just came in last week, so everything kind of came at once. Um, it's really the perfect uh, month for, for planting and such. So um, other than that, we're trying to keep up with mowing. We had the storm damage on Sunday that put us a little behind on mowing this week. So we see a few dandelions around the park here, uh, but uh, this will be one of the ones hopefully will get uh, mowed yet this week. But dandelions will do their things for the pollinators so dandelions may be obnoxious to some people but they are not noxious yeah. so we don't spray for them <laughs> <laughs> so spread that to all your neighbors <laughs> yeah so those are kind of the main things that just early season uh things fall fields uh soccer fields been full every weekend so we love to see people back out using our outdoor spaces again now that the weather is nice so um that's uh, kind of the main updates that I have. Any questions? Any yeah. news on how we can get one of those hats? We <laughs> <laughs> see about ordering. I mean, we were just talking about they're about twenty dollars. Is that kind of a price yeah, range yeah. you're interested in? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, we'll get yeah. you information. Yeah, okay, we'll look thanks. into it. Yeah. Okay, how many of you think you want one of those hats? If they're exclusive, would that say commissioner on the back? <laughs> yeah, you could take it afterwards and yeah. probably get it so <laughs> <in order. laughs> uh, Any other questions? Anything? I have a question. Um, during our team up to clean up, clean up event, there were a lot of dog bags yes. found in there, and I know that's been a perennial issue. Some of the volunteers asked if getting like a trash bin out there would be helpful. Have you found that having those available helps with that? Is it more work than it's worth? That's a good question. It has not been helpful. Okay. Um, it seems like the people that use the bags and then leave them on the side of the trail like to do that. The ones that are responsible and take it with them and find a trash can do that. And then some people just don't do anything, mm -hmm. which is probably better than picking it up in the bag and then leaving yeah. it beside the trail. Um, but we haven't found anything that's worked well. We've looked at other places around and everyone struggles with the same problem. Mm -hmm. So we're open to suggestions, but the trash cans have not helped us um, okay. increase, you know, um, the, or lessen the amount of, of the bags there. So good question. Yeah. I was just thinking, so I've noticed that too. And I wonder if people have the misperception that the bags are biodegradable so you can just leave them there and that you know so I wonder if maybe some education or like some some information on the where you, where we pick it up like put it in the garbage you know like yeah I don't know most of them have a sign like this you yeah. can look on the way out that say you know there's even a fine for not picking up after them um, we still haven't found that the signs have made much difference, unfortunately. And we even made them bigger. 
um, a few yeah. years ago, and I I didn't see a measurable difference. But um, yeah, we'll continue to try to think of ideas. Thank you for that potential one. Anything else, anyone? Appreciate it, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Nothing for me from a chair's report besides a thank you to Connie since I left last time. Uh, the slightly <laughs> early due to a, a child's performance. Uh, so very cool. It was my great pleasure. Yeah. All right. And now we'll just go around for any items for future agenda or anything else. Dolores? I don't have anything. Missy? I can't think of anything. Okay. Aaron? Brian? Just really impressed by the giant list of stuff coming up this summer. Yeah. Yeah. I did mention this before, and I'm sorry, but I forgot the answer. I'm wondering um, why the park, the rec center pool, is closed from 9 to 11, if there's a possibility of sure. somehow opening it for that. So we would reevaluate for the fall season at this point, and okay. uh, so we've been tracking the numbers. And it's been closed because of low use during that time. That's why it closed originally. There was almost nobody between that 9 to 11 hours. Um, we have seen some healthy increases in numbers recently, so it's good. We're, in, we're on the right track. Um, generally now, this will dip at the indoor, both of the indoor pools as the outdoor pool opens for the summer. So the next programming change of hours would happen uh, around the school starting in the fall. So we'll evaluate again based on the numbers we've been seeing over the last last year really um, and consider that for the fall. Yeah. It's really low on some mornings and then um, it's picked up on others so we could see some juggling of hours in a lot of different ways. Okay. So, yeah. Is it a matter of having a lifeguard there or is it just because I would volunteer? Yeah no it's it's based on use. It's just based on use yeah. okay okay. It's been based on use. Yeah. Anything else? Okay. Great. Good. Thanks. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna jump right. in one more second, quick here. So gonna, <laughs> we're gonna move to adjournment, and then we will have um, the the uh, tree planting and the forestry staffs here to explain, and that's open to the public. We invite everyone to come help and see what's going on. Realize that as a commission, since you are still together in a group, do not talk about anything that has to do with parks and recreation. If you have questions, direct them to staff. They'll direct them back. You can talk about dinner plans later tonight, but uh, nothing business related, nothing uh, Parks and Rec related for the rest of the night while you're still here in the park. But we really hope you'll come and help plant the last three trees in this park. Um, and that brand new grapple truck is so awesome, you got to see it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, thanks. Julie. All right, cool. Thank is there a motion? Oh, I guess it's, since there's no item, further items, we'll just adjourn the meeting. So yeah, I encourage everybody to stick around for tree planting. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah.